Are you in? Are you out, Albuquerque? Want to talk about gun buybacks? Gun buybacks are one of the dirty little secrets that they don't work. People don't, they don't really talk about this, especially in politics. I have a friend of mine, uh, or I guess someone who I became friends with, but I don't, haven't talked to the, the gentleman in a long time, used to be the mayor of a city. And in a moment of candid conversation, I said to him, Dude, what's the deal with gun buybacks? He's like, those things don't work. It's like, oh, well, let's explore that. Albuquerque does these things pre-pandemic. I, I know we did them at least twice a year. The one last year got scrapped. And this Saturday, there's a gun buyback in Albuquerque. And I thought that we should just have a an honest discussion. Because this is a political stunt, sadly. This is a thing that that we do and we allow leaders to do because it makes people feel good about that leader. So every time you see that there's a gun buyback happening in Albuquerque, I want you to think to yourself, oh, well, that means that the mayor is getting some extra support that he normally wouldn't have gotten. So let's just boil it down. A gun buyback at its base is the police department, sometimes in conjunction with other departments, says, hey, we'll pay you. We're going to give you a gift card, $100 for, you know, the little, like, you know, things that uh, your grandpa's World War II Luger. Actually, that might get more. We're going to give you $200 gift card for this, and we're going to give you three, sometimes $500 for what they often shorthand as an assault weapon. Any guess at the street value of a handgun? Depends on the handgun. Fair. Why would anybody who is a criminal trade in a gun for a $100 or a $200 gift card, particularly when that gun is $500 cash on the streets or whatever else they trade in? Cocaine... I assume human fingers or whatever else like real gangsters do. I I don't know. Law-abiding citizen. I'm not sure what happens out there. So gun buybacks actually do work in terms of getting rid of firearms that people aren't necessarily that they, they didn't want. Usually, I mean, honestly, next time when you see Monday morning after all the the weekend news crews come and shoot all their shots. Remember, we spent we're going to spend about $75,000 on this gun buyback. And what it's going to reap for the city is a whole bunch of guns that are typically broken. A little old lady has had this handgun since her husband died 7 years ago and she doesn't know what to do with it. It kind of scares her that it's in the house and she got a $100 gift card for it. Fair enough. The the then the city will destroy it. She could have sold it for 500 bucks to any sort of certified legal arms dealer, but that, that's fine. She, she took a bath on it. If you're a criminal and you have a handgun and you don't want to be a criminal anymore, what would, prov- what would inspire you to go to the city 
to go to the crime lab this Saturday and to turn your gun or guns in. Because at the very least, you could take that same gun and give it to another criminal friend. And on top of earning cash, you would also earn a friend. You would also earn political capital. You would also get something out of it that you might not have gotten out of it before. So there are ways to make gun buybacks work. But this isn't it. The thing about this is this is a political stunt that makes people feel like someone is trying to make the city safer. They're trying. He's trying. Hey, give the mayor credit. He's trying to make a difference out there. He's trying to look at what he's doing. He's, he's out there doing, doing things. And I hate, hate when we try to look like we're doing something because it tells me that you actually can't do something. Uh, this actually it was also well-timed. A recent, uh, the National Bureau of Economic Research is a, is a think tank, and there were three economists. It's the greatest name. Toshio Ferrares, Joseph Sabia, and D. Mark Anderson. They actually looked at gun buybacks. They looked at the psychology. They looked at the economy. They looked at what they do, what they don't do. And if we as a city, let me, let me spoiler alert, we're definitely doing it wrong. <laughs> now it's hard to believe. Albuquerque is definitely doing our gun buybacks wrong. Now, for us to do them right, we could. But instead of $75, it would cost the city $375,000. Nah, on a city budget of just over a, a neat, tidy $1.1 billion. $375,000. Kind of seems like a drop in the bucket to me, but I want to know if you would like to see the city push to do it the right way, and I'm going to explain to you the right way, plus your calls, 243-3333, next on 96.3 News Radio KKOB. Gun buybacks. And I don't mean to, to make this kind of a it's turning into a lecture and that's definitely not my intent i always hate it when people do things in government that don't actually move the needle now gun buybacks are a great example because they can actually move the needle the the problem is this the street value of the thing that somebody has for them to relinquish that thing particularly to the government you have to give them more than the street value of the thing so, street value of a handgun, roughly 500 bucks. If you would like to get someone who has a few handguns that doesn't really want a few handguns, you got to give them something more than a $200 gift card. If you got a $500 handgun, you got to give that guy, they think, depends. Obviously, the more money you give, the more likely somebody might be to give up that thing that they own. The kind of going rate for when someone will turn over an actual firearm that they feel like they don't need anymore, a working... That's the thing. Next, Seriously, Monday, look at the B-roll. You're going to see... I promise there's at least a couple AR-15s there. There's going to be a few handguns, you know, like a Glock or whatever, and then everything else 
is a broken, small, typically antique little old lady delivered handgun. She got her $100 gift card. So four or five times is what police organizations have found is the breaking point. You got a $500 gun. They have to give $2,500 to make people actually motivate to do it. It, It's the same. An AR-15 is much more... It's uh, Whatever. I guess an AR-15 is... Call it $1,200. Make one for eight something. Six something for the base and you can put stuff on it. Like, I guess it's been a really long time since I shot for an AR. Somebody's going to call and correct me. That's fine. But again, the point is more that you have to do four or five times the value of that thing. And if you really want to make a dent, you really got to escalate it. So we are paying $75,000 as Albuquerqueans for this. Would you like to see the city actually spend the money? Three hundred thousand, three hundred fifty, four hundred thousand dollars, and make this happen. Our police budget's two hundred twenty-three million dollars. The city's budget's one point one billion dollars, which is up two hundred million dollars just since twenty seventeen, which is the entirety of the police budget. We're talking about seventy-five thousand dollars because it feels good because. The local news will come out. That's why it's on a Saturday, because it's a slow news day. It looks good, and people will do it. I want us to get in or to get out. I would love to hear what you think. 243-3333. Kelvin, you're on 96.3 News Radio, KKOB. Hi. Yeah, I, I agree that that's really not going to take a lot of uh, guns that are going to be used in crimes off the street. It, unless they do a, uh, a no-questions-asked, uh, and this, I should state, I'm sorry, I should state, Kelvin, this buyback tomorrow is, or two days, is no questions asked. Is it? So it then is. that creates a huge problem with solving crimes then. Because if I've got a gun that I've got a couple bodies on that I need to get rid of before I get busted with it, I can take it down there. They won't, they'll take it, destroy it, won't check any ballistics, nothing on it. And so then that gun is gone and you can never link it to any kind of crime. So there's another issue there, too. So I I will say, in defense of the police department, if you're confident enough to take a weapon to the crime lab and to deliver it to the crime lab that has been involved in a crime, you're a very ballsy criminal. That's That feels like a, a real pro move, right? Yeah, if it's no questions asked. Well, that's, time to ditch it. that's if you believe them. Actually, but Kelvin, you bring up a great point, which is the the actual, again, let's talk about the science and the research on this. Because you're not going to change real criminals. You're not, if you did a gun buyback and you were offering a million dollars a bullet, real criminals aren't going to do it. What you're talking about is marginal, right? The middle of the road criminals. The people who are right in that kind of sweet spot of wanting to set their life right, but it's so much easier to commit a crime to get the you know four grand to really turn their life around or whatever. If those people could get three or four or five grand for a weapon, they'll do it. So are, are you in or are you out, Albuquerque? You're spending $75,000 for nothing. We get nothing. The mayor gets press and people who don't understand what they're looking at, get a nice little warm feeling in their belly when they watch the news on Saturday night. 
We get nothing for $75,000. Would you rather stop doing gun buybacks because they don't work, or would you rather put the real money into it? Chris, thanks for holding. You're on 96.3 News Radio. KKOB, hi. Hey, how you doing? Wonderful, sir. You? Not too bad. Um, make a comment on this about offering more money than what the firearm's worth to get the person to part with it. Definitely people would do it, and then they'd go buy the gun that they really want, which actually does nothing. And they'd have leftover money to buy ammunition. So there's a so there's actually... That? Yeah, sorry, Chris, I didn't mean to cut you off. Go ahead. No, go ahead. There's a fun game that people play. And actually, the research says that this isn't exactly true. So the, the game is that do buybacks take guns and lower crime, you know, or do people take the money they get selling crummy weapons that don't work to go buy better ones? Or if you do a gun buyback, does it actually take people with guns giving them back? And that makes criminals more emboldened to actually commit crimes because they think there's less weapons in circulation. And, and well, we, we've actually found all of those things to not really be true. But well, Criminals are always going to be criminals. They, they don't care about these things. The other no, thing, and that's, that's the thing. Good. And the city cannot buy something from you that it did not sell you. So that, that gun buyback, they didn't sell a gun to you, so they can't buy it back from you. Uh, you bought that from a gun store. Or, well, They're or, just trying to find a, a, a way to take something from you that most people don't want to get rid of. Well, it's not, not going to. I would disagree that it's taking something from you if you're voluntarily giving it. I think buyback is obviously yeah. a, a shorthand turn. They can't buy it back. You're right because they didn't. You didn't buy it from them. They're buying it back from you. They're they're so it could be called the they're city gun buy. Me. Yeah, the city's guns gun buying thing. I think buyback just has a ring to it. But uh, you're correct, Chris, in that this is again. It's something that doesn't lower crime. There is it doesn't lower crime on a short or long term basis. We're going to get into those numbers next. 243-3333 on 96.3 News Radio, KKOB. 96.3 News Radio, KKOB. It is 157. We are talking about gun buybacks, but more truthfully, I am talking at you about gun buybacks because I would like to educate you as to what happens out there and that gun buybacks don't work the way we do them. They could work if we sunk a ton of cash into it, but they don't work when you hand out $100 gift cards. Uh, Mike, thanks for hanging patiently. You're on 96.3 News Radio, KKOB High. Hey, thank you for taking my call. And I completely agree with you. And I'm a Democrat, and this is what bothers me. The Democrats are going to get waxed if they keep getting involved in this thing. We're going to end up getting a, another Donald Trump or a Tricky Dicky or the Bush brothers or Dick Cheney, these horrible leaders. That, you know, did you ever hear JFK say, talk about guns or the Second Amendment? That's all the Republicans talk about. So the Democrats need to stay off that issue because the, what we care about is education, infrastructure, you know, openness. And, and, and the Second Amendment is a done deal. It, it, I, I think the forefathers destroyed our country by creating it, but the genie's been let out of the bottle. It's too late. Let it go. That's all I got to say. Thank you. Wow. So I, I don't even know where to start with that. That was a... a, a... And the most anti-Republican call I've ever received. He strung together. I didn't even know where to hop in. I apologize. Uh, so he's right in that the Second Amendment is definitely something that people have a very positive feeling about, particularly Republicans. But I, I don't, I don't. 
I actually think he said he thinks this hurts Democrats. I've seen no evidence that this has ever hurt a Democrat. In fact, Democrats can say, look, look at what I'm doing. Look how this is helping me. We're doing something. We're fighting crime. When you hear Tim Keller talk about gun buybacks and setting the city straight, just remember, they don't work. They analyzed. They looked at crime rates. They looked at gun crime rates. And they neither, the buybacks didn't lower in the short or long term.